0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Steven Universe, which we'll be talking about, t- we'll be, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Andy Potter, and today I'm joined by my fabulous co-hosts Sam Quattro, hey, and Alex Bonilla.
1: Hola.
0: Today we're going to be getting into the kind of off and on again relationship between stars and Lars and Sadie. <laughs> Uh, about uh,
1: the early ship name we got going. Yeah, yeah, yeah I slipped.
0: We, we, before we started, we had a discussion about uh, the different ship names, and we kind of found out that there's not really any good ship name for Lars and Sadie. So if you have one, please tell us in the comments. Let us know because we could not find yeah. a very good one. Um, Anything but, could be better
2: than SARS. I mean, yeah,
0: that is a legitimate ship name that I found, and I think they meant it seriously. I do.
2: Okay.
0: I don't. I, I don't. It, it was pretty bad. But um. Yeah, Lars and Sadie are a pretty interesting relationship, and I kind of want to see what, how you guys feel about it. So, um, let's start with that. Uh, so, Sam, how do you feel about their relationship in any way? Not just, like, um, so, rela- um in a, uh, relationship kind of way, just, like, a friendship kind of way, even.
2: So, to me, uh, Sadie and Lars are, like, the beta couple of Steven Universe, or, like, that couple that's in the background that is, well, at least in their case, they're mostly together. Um... I think that their dynamic as, like, characters is pretty interesting. I mean, here we have, like, two, like, teenage co-workers just, you know, doing what they do. And, you know, personally, I wouldn't go there with my co-workers, but, hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. Um, I don't know. It's pretty, Uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, they're definitely pretty, they're definitely really interesting. I really like their dynamic. And really, even from the very first episode, they've been, I think your assessment of them being a beta couple is pretty accurate. They've been in the background since, since even the first episode, the cookie cat episode. So Alex, how do you feel about them? How do you feel about this relationship?
1: Um, it's probably a, a, a similar point to what Sam was saying. Like to me, it's kind of like what grounds the the town. Like Stephen Universe is just so large in its universe; it goes to home world, and we deal with alien gems and all. So when we get episodes that are about the Lara Sadie relationship, I feel like that's those are like the most down to earth kind of thing, the ones that ground you to the actual relationships of the town. And uh, just on on its own, like it is a bit of a roller coaster. There are times when you feel like it's gonna work, and there are times where like these these two people are terrible for each other. So it just goes back and forth. But I think that's your standard teen angst relationship in, in media. And so, but I guess the fun of that is that you can never really predict for certain where it's gonna go the next time you see them. So in that sense, it's a, it, as we've said, it's an interesting relationship to watch because we can't really say for sure how they react at the next time you get to see them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I'm really glad you touched on that, like, tropiness of it, because it really is a an attempt to have this trope of these two teenagers that are really angsty and going back and forth on and off, but it's doing it in a very different way, I think. There's a lot more um, talking about how some of this is bad, some of this, um, how it's not really just, like, happy-go-lucky type stuff. It's really, really depressing sometimes when you see Lars or Sadie pine after the other and the other is not interested, unlike when in these other, like, kind of aimed at um, pre-teens, teen teen shows where there's these on and off relationships. And I think that goes into like what I really want to talk about probably for the bulk of this podcast, which is, do you think the relationship's healthy? Because it feels like it's not a lot of the times. Um, Mm -hmm. Sam, how do you feel about it?
2: Mm -hmm. Well, honestly, they're just like two teenage kids. So you're not going to really find a lot of healthy (laughs) relationships happening in that age bracket. They're just they're figuring things out and while I don't really think that they're like on off will they won't they they are they aren't whatever is particularly healthy in terms of you know what we consider quote-unquote a good relationship I think it is a good dynamic for the show maybe I don't know it's like it really depends on the writer it seems you know Because we'll have an episode, like, uh, forgive me, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one when they're stuck on the island, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, like, when they first, you know, kiss, and they bond, whatever. And from there, it's kind of like, are we together? Are we whatever? Do you want to hang out and watch a movie? No, I don't want to, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, it's just a lot of sort of ambiguity going on with their relationship. And I'm sure that that's, like, really frustrating, especially for Sadie, because Sadie seems to be the one who's, like, more into this relationship than Lars. But, like I said, they're, they're kids. You know, they'll, they have time to figure it out. Well, hopefully they have time to figure it out. We'll see with the whole plot that's happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, like, you can't really call this relationship healthy in a sense because it's so fluctuating every time we see it. I do think it's gotten a lot a lot better from where we first started. Like, like in episodes like Joking Victim, Island Adventure, uh, even Horror Club, uh, those like season one, season two episodes, there was a there was a lot more of like backbiting between each other, uh, between each other, and a lot of uh, more emotional manipulation. I feel, and it probably peaks at the new at the new Lars. But since then, when the Lars like finally gets sort of serious about the relationship. It's kind of mellowed out, and I, we got a little setback in the latest episodes, but I think their relationship has progressed to the point where it can become a healthy relationship, something that you wouldn't have said based on their appearances in season one and two.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's kind of where I'm standing as well. They're, they feel a lot more like they're actually going to try for a relationship now, at least before all the stuff with Aquamarine happened and Topaz and off-colors and stuff, but... But again, st- it, there's another fluctuation thrown in the loop. Lars pushed Sadie into the arms of Topaz, essentially, and he got thrown into space. So we finally got to this point where their relationship was kind of stable, and Lars screwed it up again. And 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 that's I think that's kind of unfair, because Sadie has done some things that have screwed up their relationships, too. But Lars has done it in more explosive ways, it seems like. And this was just really not nice, I guess is the best word to use. It just was very unconsiderate towards Sadie to throw her at this this alien essentially and I, d- I don't know where they stand now do you do you guys have any like any idea where they stand now when they see each other again
1: well Alex. well i i take exception to calling it Lars pushing him in uh, pushing her into Topaz just because that was a very chaotic thing now if you want to talk about him being afraid to confront Topaz once say, Sadie is c- captured that's a, another issue to deal with, uh, and part of what is uh, this relationship just Lars' inability to show show a, a spine, something that Sadie wants Lars to do so many times in this show. Uh, as for how it is when they come when they come back, obviously Lars has gone through his redemption arc <laughs> essentially in four episodes, yeah. so uh, him gaining the, a lot of confidence in the process. And I think that was a big thing of what was missing in this relationship, just uh, Lars being able to be comfortable with expressing himself, expressing his emotions. So now that he can bring that – he was able to do it with Steven. It's yet to be seen if he's going to be similarly open to Sadie once they come back. But I think that if that transfers, then Sadie will be willing to take him back despite what happened in in, um, The Good Lars and I Am My Mom. So you think that... Oh, go ahead, Sam.
2: Oh, my bad. Yeah, he definitely um, confronts his own cowardice in that uh, arc that we just saw with uh, the Homeworld stuff. Um, But that being said, uh, he's kind of a pink zombie now. And I don't know if that's really going to fly too well. I mean, of course, you know, um, Sadie loves him, etc. But, like, that just has me thinking about, like, the future. Like, what if Lars doesn't age
1: and Sadie just gets old and it's like a twilight sort of thing. Well, it's kind of the same thing we have with the Stephen Connie relationship, right? Because we have yeah. Connie, a normal human, and Stephen who doesn't seem to age. So you also wonder with that relationship as well how that's going to progress in the future. Immediately, it's working just fine. And I think Laura Sadie in the immediate can work similarly okay. But yeah, if you're, if you're starting to think about this like five years, 10 years in the future, that's where you're going to start running into some walls.
0: Yeah, so it seems like both of you are on this train that Sadie is going to be okay with Lars when he comes back. Do you think there's any chance that Sadie's going to be really not happy to see Lars again? Like do you In think- the immediate,
1: sure, because uh, the the last impression she has of him is him ru- running away. And also, in the good, in the good Lars, uh, uh, Lars essentially stood her up, making her go to this event that she didn't even really feel like going to, but just because to... Um, get lars uh, motivated is why she went in the first place so all that together uh, at first she's not going to be happy but if lars is able to express you know what happened to him and how he feels express remorse things that he doesn't usually do uh, uh, then that that might change sadie's reaction but at first uh, obviously she's going to be pissed
0: yeah i i could see that happening i definitely could sadie's Sadie has been very open with her feelings towards Lars, I think, in most of their interactions. So I think it'd be pretty clear when they first see each other that Sadie would be vocal about what he's done is wrong. But again, this Lars we have now is a very different Lars in, in the sense of like he's pink and in the sense that he has much more confidence, like you guys said. And I think we're in store for an episode where Lars tries to win back Sadie in a final attempt at like a good relationship between them. But there's also the chance that Lars yeah. comes back and he feels better and he realizes that he doesn't like Sadie. There's, that's also a thing that could happen. He could come back and realize that he had all these really amazing adventures and he realized that Sadie was never really that big part of his life.
1: I, I I don't <laughs> like that route. Uh, it just, like at that point, then you just write Sadie off because that, that's been her purpose really in this uh, show to be like Lars and Sadie are a package deal. I mean like illogically I can see where you're coming from just the idea that Lars has much more life experience coming back and we we don't know for sure how long he, he, it's gonna be till he gets back to earth so uh, you can you can say that like he, he's known more things he's he's more comfortable with his personality that's slightly changed and he knows what he wants now being more mature I can see all that like logically speaking but just in terms of the show I, I don't I don't see how how you're going to be able to justify Lars moving on from Sadie. If anything, Sadie would move on from Lars, but I don't see it the, the working the other way around.
0: Okay, but before we get any further, Sam, I heard you make a very sad noise. Was that for Sadie? Yeah, or?
2: That, yeah that would be sad if they just, like, you know, didn't get back together. I don't know, I, I think it's definitely going to pan out. We're going to get an episode when Lars comes back, and it's going to be him and Sadie just, you know, talking their feelings mm-hmm. out or, like, him just being, you know, the new Lars, and she's like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And he's like, oh, yes, yeah, I'm still me. I'm just, you know, a better person, I guess. And then we'll live happily ever after. Maybe. We'll see.
0: We'll, we'll, but, oh, go ahead.
2: But, yeah, I just, I just, I I want these kids to be together. They're the only, or at least they were, <laughs> the only semblance of normalcy, quote-unquote, that we had in Beach City.
0: The only normalcy, and one of them is a zombie, essentially. But um. Well,
2: now, na- well, now it's not normal. Thanks a lot, Steven Universe. <laughs> the only human couple we could have, and they in- one of them's a zombie now. I guess now we gotta have I mean, Connie's parents.
1: We got a lot of single moms and single dads out here. We we can get something together. <laughs> we can work it
0: out. But um, that brings up a point though, Sam. Are we gonna get like a, uh, um. Like a I can show you the world type thing where Lars takes her up yes. in a spaceship. Is that a, is that a guarantee?
2: It's a date. <laughs> they're gonna go on a date and it's gonna be good. And Sadie's right. gonna swoop. and it'll be like, oh, they they'll get married and like it'll be it'll a be space nice. wedding. Yep.
0: And all the other off colors will be there watching. Like fluorite will be like sneaking about and be like, ah, and she'll probably like daw over them. But uh. Yeah, I really like Sadie and Lars, and they're... I do... Despite what I've been saying, I do want them to be together, and specifically, honest... Like, before all this, um... The most recent episodes, it's really just because Sadie is just... I love her. Sadie's... Sadie is, like, very precious, and I want her to be safe and happy, and I don't want her to be upset, because every time she's upset, it really hurts me a little bit, because she's... She's... I guess the best word is, like, a cream puff. She just really doesn't want to like rock the boat too much she just wants to be happy and she thinks that lars can make her happy and so i want lars to be with her but until the most recent episodes lars was just really like you guys all said was just not that confident and now he has that and now he i think he can be the person that sadie's always wanted lars to be or seen lars as being when they're alone together and that, 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 that's, that's exciting. I'm excited to see if we get maybe Sadie in space because of this. Like, Sadie's already shown that she's a pretty good fighter, like in Island Adventure, when she's trying to protect Lars from that invisible gem. And so seeing them together in space would be pretty cool. But uh do you guys, do you think that that's a possibility? Like seeing Sadie in yeah. the space for a, a lot like that? Screw college. Screw <laughs>
2: you... college. Just go to space with your zombie boyfriend. Why not?
1: That, also we already have a new crystal gems with uh, the the Connie, Lapis and Peridot. Now we have the Lion which is uh, uh, Lars and uh, Sadie can be just a, like the extra fighter.
0: <laughs> they they could be the, like the beginning of a fleet or whatever. They could get a yeah, a, that... a, a crystal gem fleet. So um I I think what well, we what well, we've kind of been jumping around a little bit, but um I really wanted to see if you guys have any uh like favorite moments. Like when you think back on this relationship, are there moments that you either for the good or the bad, you really think back on these moments and remember them a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you have any of those? Mm-hmm. Because when I think of this, I... I think of like moments like in Island Adventure at the end when Sadie runs up and like pulls off the like leaves off the warp pad, and it's just this moment of heartbreak when you realize she's been keeping them on the island just so she can get closer to Lars. And that's just like... It's horrible for their relationship, but you can feel it. You can understand why she did it, even if it's horrible. And you can understand why she thought Lars needed to be on that island. And there's a lot of moments like that in their relationship where they do things for each other without really asking them if it's okay. And mm-hmm. uh, do, do you have any moments no. like that you can think of?
1: Well, like for me, I, I prefer... The lars Sadie episodes in themselves like they' they're rarely in the top tier to me. like uh, there's always problems I have with the episodes as a whole. So I think I enjoy lars Sadie the best like when they're in the background or when they make like cameo appearances like for example, Future Boys Ultron, which is like a very forgettable episode, but just that, that seeing them hanging out together, they're like saying, well, should we skip work, should we go watch a movie? And they're like together when Steven is talking about, like <laughs> pro- prophesizing about their relationship like yeah this is creepy let's both like they both agree it's creepy and they just go it's just like little things like that i enjoy because like you get to see like what their relationship is like in a normal setting but when they have episodes they always stick them in these very absurd situations like island adventure they get taken to a a a fantasy island or joking victim there's like a spicy fries in the middle of it so uh so, yeah, I prefer just seeing them hang out together, really. And that's something we don't really get as much as I think I'd like, but uh, I like seeing it when it happens.
0: So you like, at the end of New Lars, when they just interact right after Stephen's done being inside his head. Like, that interaction at the end yeah, is really yeah, like. Yeah, that's
1: probably like the, mo- the, the, the best part of that episode, I think, just uh, seeing, seeing everything calm down afterwards.
0: I, I don't know if Dylan would take offense to that being the best part of the episode or not.
1: I'm not well, sure.
0: Not
1: he, he, well, yeah. he has a very different point of view on that episode. He, he loves
0: that episode. Sam, do you have any like favorite, at least if not Sadie Lars, but like Sadie moments from this from her side at least?
2: Well, I think uh, harkening back to the new Lars, I think something that I really thought was great in that episode with their relationship was when. Stephen as Lars was, you know, hanging out with Sadie, and just that sort of like expose of their relationship and like what it is from the inner workings. Like you know, Lars is a completely different person in public than he is with Sadie, and you know, it's just like sort of like what's the word? Uh, sundere He's very sundery
1: <laughs> uh, towards why.
2: Sadie. I don't-
0: that was not the word I was expecting to come from your
2: mind. I had to think about how to pronounce that. But, um, yeah, he's, like, very, just, like, you know, and that must be, like, so frustrating. Like, he's so prickly and, like, harsh, you know, when the other Beach City teens come around. And, you know, when they're together, like, he, apparently he's just, like, really soft and nice and, you know, close, whatever. And I don't know. I think that's sort of looking into their relationship with, you know, the absence of Lars's, you know, machismo and his, you know, trying to act cool. I really appreciated that. And I think that was a really good viewpoint that we got.
0: Yeah. And I think this is kind of like the comment that we've been talking about, like Lars just being different around Sadie alone and being different around other people in general. And it's kind of, it's, it's the root of why this relationship's really interesting to me and why it's really sad a lot of the times, because I really just want Lars to be better but at the same time, I just want Sadie to be happy, and it's these two conflicting things where I hope they can get both those to happen at once, and I'm not always sure that they can. It's not I'm not 100% sure that it can happen that way, but I think that's where the show's leading, at least. I just, I'm curious to see how they do it in a way that is satisfying, because I don't know if it would be satisfying if Lars just shows up and everything's perfect between them.
1: No, there has to be an opening argument because of where they left yeah. off. Although I think that we, we've gotten pretty far along in the relationship. We've gotten a lot of bumps along the road to the point where I think that if they want to like finally settle down the relationship and like make it official, not have all these new bumps and turns, like I think I'd be happy like letting it calm down here. There's probably other ways you can make this relationship a bit rockier <laughs> if you wanted
0: to. <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, I. I I don't think that it's uh, too early. I think you you can start making it official about now.
0: So it's official. They're 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 together. That's it. That's what you're saying.
1: After their after their next episode, sure.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'd so be then, fine with that. So when is their that that that's a, That's a good question. When is their next episode? Because Lars is in space. Is oh he, boy.
1: Who, he who even knows?
0: Is it going to be this season? Will any of you say it's this season?
1: Uh, over under May 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
2: Like. Maybe next time in, like, the next year, if we ever go back to the boardwalk completely, you know, they'll have time to just, you know, talk about their feelings. But the way that the show is going, it just feels like they're building up towards, you know, the actual, like, main plot right now. And I'm not sure if there's anything we can do for the boardies.
0: But I don't know if we want to get into this a little bit because it kind of spoilers because there has been a couple of – have you guys seen the sneak peeks? That's yeah. Funny. Okay. You have Alex?
1: Uh, yes yes okay so uh, spoiler that, alert spoiler yeah so alert. this
0: is spoilers for just a trailer we saw at san diego comic-con it's just a, like the first two mi- minute and a half of one of the episodes coming up soon so if you don't want to listen i'm sorry but that's what we're going to talk about now and that is that we see lars in one of those episodes we're jumping back to him pretty quick and it doesn't feel like he's going to end up in beach city at the end of that episode just from the premise that we get and with that like that, It doesn't feel like we're going to get him coming back soon, and it feels like he's been in space a long time. And so there's also the issue of Sadie's not going to see Lars for a long time, if that's true, and that puts a little strain on her because Lars seems really happy, but Sadie's just probably going out of her mind worried that Lars is in space and probably just gone forever.
1: And I think that's kind well, of inconsiderate. We're, we're, we're not sure about that, because like like we we're saying, like the last time Sadie saw saw Lars it was in a very negative connotation. And when St- Sadie is talking with Stephen, she gives off the vibe of wanting to move on at that point, just like, well, you know, what, forget I'm I'm, I'm done trying to get him to to break out of his shell. So I, I think that if it ended up being a long time, I, I could see Sadie being capable of moving on. I don't think she would be the type to really pine over Lars or worry about what's going Maybe in a general sense, just like a per, like if somebody in your town went missing, you'd be worried. But not in the relationship sense. I don't. I think she would be capable of moving on.
0: Okay. But, um...
2: Love triangle. With
0: who? With who? who? Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Who's...
2: Who is they fighting after? That's a good question.
1: I don't know. It's not consensus Emerald. (laughs) Oh God, Hmm. (laughs) Emerald! That—that's real
0: Suduree. She's actually like fighting Lars, but she actually has a crush on him.
1: (sighs) I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, you threw a love triangle out there. Yeah, I know, did. I did throw a Sam. love triangle
2: out there. I don't know. I don't know what the points of the triangle are. This isn't math class. I don't know what the letters are. I haven't taken a math class in like five years, so I don't know.
0: So with yelled just, love triangle, she just meant there's two people in there somewhere. Yeah.
1: That would be a love line, but not a. But, oh well. <laughs> well love just,
0: line segment. A line segment. Okay. This is yeah. this is a love line segment between Sadie and Lars. There's only one. There's only one possible outcome
2: I don't know like I would like Sadie want to go th- for like any of the Beach City teens that we've seen so far no. is it going to like be like some like, out of town or is Lars going to fall in love with one of the gems who knows <laughs> It's, it's we, we can have multiple possibilities here and then somebody will get jealous and then they'll be like oh I really loved you the whole time and then they'll kiss and you know married and be like space pirates and that will be cool yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Just space pirate, space pirates. So, that's another question. Are they going to stay in space even after all this gem stuff is over? Would they stay in space mm-hmm. together? Like, as, like, a couple? If like, Lars they... and
1: Sadie? or are they... Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Would Lars and Sadie go to space together after, like, all the combat stuff is over? All the war stuff is over?
1: I mean, it depends on how long Lars is in space before he gets to Earth. Because... Like, if Lars is, is coming immediately to Earth, which is a possibility since he's promised to off-colors that at some point, then I don't think that their desire would be to go back to space for a, an extended amount of time. But if Lars manages to come back to Earth a long time later, convinces Sadie that he's changed and that he's different, but that he's still the same Lars and Sadie's just all in, then I could see that happening. But if we're going with the idea that Lars is coming back to earth like that's his destination in that trailer then i don't think that's i think we're getting lars city on earth not in space
0: so you, you just don't think they're going to go to space together at all then like you just think they're going like, to lars is going to settle down in beach city and he's going to be they're going to he's going to find some happiness there after all the craziness with becoming a pink zombie
1: yeah because like that's what he's known his whole life and although we don't know how long he's been in space in that trailer I, I still get the feeling that his aim is to get back to his life or try try to make it as normal as he can under his new circumstances but once he gets through with all of this but uh, we'll have to see how how this whole pirate thing affects his personality as well like does does he want more adventure in his life or the and does he want Sadie along for that you, you, we have to figure all that out
0: yeah we do I think I think and I think that's something the show will cover i think at this point we know that steven universe will cover stuff like that it'll go over it won't i don't think Lars is just going to disappear into the background and his i don't think it'll his plot will be like solved in just a very quick way i think we'll get a resolution of some kind because we still need because he left his parents behind he left sadie behind we're gonna get something there and i'm excited to see that and but i have another question for you alex and because i already got from sam i think sam you're really on board for their next date being in space you really want that yeah what is what (laughs) whole new world yeah what do you want their for next date to be, Alex? What do you want their date to be? Uh,
1: <laughs> well, you know what I'd like? If they end up going, like, a, a new Crystal Gems route, where it's just, like, they're the, the next B-, B team or C team or whatever, I kind of want to see them, like, do a mission together. Like, St- Steven, Sadie, Lars, and uh, maybe one of the off-colors just, like, go on some random gem mission, and we see Sadie-Lars interaction, like, in in the field for the first time in a very long time since, since Island Adventure. Like, I think that, given Lars' new appetite, or at least experience, with, uh, with adventure, I think that would be a very interesting place to see them together. Yeah, I'd say... So, action date. Action
0: date. Yeah, that's like, that'd be pretty fun. I think that'd be pretty fun. And I think it would be fun to see Sadie maybe surprised at how competent Lars is now and that could also be a way to show their fight together cuz maybe Lars brings Sadie with him and Sadie is kind of a little mad at him still while they're on this action date together
1: yeah that that could also work like you use that as the way to reconcile or as the way to show Sadie what Lars has become uh Steven obviously is the master of convincing people to do things. So yeah. <laughs> uh, Steven would somehow get Sadie on board with this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would he would somehow rope her into it and be like, we're going somewhere and Sadie would warp in and just be like, Lars? Like just really surprised. Like, what are you doing here? And uh Yeah, that's
2: how that's how uh they're gonna get back together. Yeah. After they have their whole conflict thing, Steven's gonna be like, you know what, I gotta fix this.
0: Yeah, that's what Steven does. He's he's multiple times just had hearts in his eyes. Like uh, about their relationship, and I think that's another question. I guess, like, is Stephen's view of their relationship different than ours? Is is his view kind of skewed by his young age? Do you think? Like, has um... it... go ahead.
1: Well, in in the new Lars, he's the one pushing the whole like I know you you say you're not interested romantically, but I know you guys are are, are right for each other. He's basically like shipping them. But yeah. uh, he 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 does seem to sense to sense what we're sensing as well that there is something like underlying there even before Lars is ready to admit it himself. So, I I think he sees it the same way we do and also he's just taken like you can debate whether or not it's it's right for a kid to be this interested and this involved in adults' relationships, but like just in terms of how he sees it versus how we see it, I think the audience sees it the same way that he does. But the only thing is he has the power to impact it; we don't. So that's why it look it looks a little different once you see the see his feelings in action.
0: Yeah, but I think I'd argue on the opposite that. Stephen Stephen's influence on them isn't necessarily good because it's something different between when when us as people just talking about the show we're not in that universe. Like if I went up to two friends and tried to push them together, that's a little unhealthy and a little creepy because they're real people. To at least to Stephen they are. To Stephen they're real people, and it's kind of kind of creepy in some ways when he pushes them together, especially in the new Lars. That's a pretty creepy scene when he tries to tell Sadie that he loves her.
1: Oh, Sam, how do you feel about th- this whole thing?
2: Well, yeah, Steven's the number one chipper on board, isn't he? Um, <laughs> yes, he I don't is. know i I, I think Stephen has like a really idealized uh picture of what love is in his head, um probably doing no small part by his mom and his dad. I mean, uh like his mom like would really like sacrifice her life for you know this you know experience that. Uh, Greg could have, you know, having a kid, blah, 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 whatever.
1: Um. And, and also his relationship with Connie, because that was basically yeah. love at first sight.
2: Yeah, so, like, Steven is, you know, he's a really, really idealistic kid, and, you know, he sees these two people who are sort of having this, you know, um, romantic tension, and, like, he wants to be like, oh, you two love each other, you know, and, like, it's fine, and you should like, be open to your feelings, but, you know, that's not really how the world works and not really how human relationships work. I mean, you know, people can be in love with like somebody else their whole entire lives and never say anything about it. You know, as sad as that is, uh, because you know, this, that, or the other, um, but I don't know. I don't know if Stephen butting in or Stephen butting in is for, you know, better or worse. I think it probably is just speeding along the process And, you know, maybe isn't that super great for the two involved because, you know, they're two mostly adult people. You know, they're late teens. You know, they should be able to sort out their feelings themselves without this, you know, 14-year-old kid getting in their way. But, uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird that Stephen's, like, really interested in their romantic relationship, I think. Uh, I certainly wouldn't be, (laughs) but... (laughs) You know that that's Steven for you. He believes in the power of love, and you know these are, you know, pretty much his two best friends, other than Connie and the Gems. So. It,
0: it, yeah, that, that that's a good point. Like these are the people we see the most him interacting with, just because they're at the donut shop, and the donut shop is right next to the gem. Um, wow, what's the name of the gem place?
1: His the house. Temple. The temple. The temple.
0: Oh god, that was horrible. I lost the name Gem Temple. That wasn't as bad as Gearhead. It wasn't as bad as Gearhead, <laughs> but um.
1: Well, it was it was about the same as work, same badness.
0: <laughs> but but I wasn't getting I wasn't getting graded on it. That's the difference. Um, where was my point? Oh, that these are the only people that he, these are the people he interacts with the most, just because he tends to go to the donut shop a lot. And I think that these might be the first people he noticed in his young life that are at the beginning of a relationship. And I think he's trying to push them towards. And he just thinks every relationship might be very similar in terms of romantic and i think that um he might be trying to push them towards a relationship that's similar to his parents relationship in some ways like he really thinks that that is the goal that is the best and he like until very recently we viewed his parents relationship as really good too but then we got a lot of flashbacks and saw that there was a lot of problems there and so steven's idealized relationship it doesn't really exist and so i think that there could be some problems there in the future from Steven's perspective not necessarily from Lars and Sadie they could be happy and have a good relationship healthy relationship but Steven could think there's something wrong there in the future i'm not 100% sure though do you, do you think that could be a possibility from Steven's perspective
1: yeah definitely that he's he's gotten so many stories from Greg about how the relationship with Rose was but a, a lot of a lot of times that may go against what he imagined Rose Greg to be so he, sometimes he has problems reconciling with that, and he hasn't experienced it himself. Like for example, the the new Lars, which uh, had Stephen be, being very open with with his emotions, but as Lars because he feels that Lars should have done that in the first place. But then later on, you had Mindful Education, where Stephen with Connie, St- Stephen was very hesitant to really let let through his, his true emotions until they were fused. So like he hasn't he ha- when he does these actions with lars and sadie's relationship a lot of times he hasn't experienced those issues himself in his relationships so as he matures as he gets further in with connie and sees other people's relationships maybe pearl mystery girl who knows how that's gonna go but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah but seeing those relationships develop and uh, also like having his own relationship developed then he'll be you would think he would be less involved but because he got so involved early on with Sadie and Lars so that's why all that stuff happened just ca- causing bumps in the road earlier on
0: yeah and this is a major thing with Steven where he's kind of not vicariously but he's projecting a lot and he'd rather talk about other people's relationships than his own emotions a lot of the times and that comes through but um, and I think you you gave some very good examples of mindful education. That's that's probably the high point of Stephen not really talking about his stuff. But at the same time, he's completely willing to throw Lars into this relationship without really even talking to them because he hasn't really had a adult conversation with them about how they feel. And we have not really seen Lars and Sadie have an adult conversation on screen. We know they've happened just from context clues and the way they talk in other times. Like. They have these um, really. Um, they've had these adult conversations. If we haven't seen them, but um, I think we're getting a little. Yeah, off I think the topic.
1: like the the good okay. the good Lars was honestly the first time we've seen them interact seriously. Like Sadie trying to get Lars to go, like telling him that he he, he is a good cook and that that they, they're not worried about him being cool and things like that. Like that that's honestly I think the first time we see like meaningful conversation between them.
0: Yeah, and even then, when they interact later, they don't really... It, it, it doesn't really stick with Lars, and I think that's a problem. Until he's in space, he when he's completely isolated, he can be himself. But in this situation, like we've seen it. He he felt better in that conversation when he was talking to her in that episode. And that worries me that like he might come back from space and revert again. Could that be a possibility that he comes back and he loses that confidence when he sees the rest of people at Beach City? Because he's done it before.
2: Mm, maybe. Maybe. I think that would be pretty interesting if that happened.
1: Yeah, because we, we are assuming that he'll be more confident, but at the same time, we've only seen him in an alien environment where everything is new to him. But going back to an environment where he's already developed this fear of social... Of, well, not fear of socializing, but just general awkwardness uh, or uh, anxiety over how people will see him. So now that he's also pink and all, and uh, he's just a different person... He might still have those worries, like uh, uh, are they are are, are they going to think I'm cool? Like he's going to revert back to that. So that's definitely a possibility that uh, what we see in space isn't exactly the same as what it's going to be when he comes back to Earth.
2: The trappings of human society,
1: right? Like w- what? How his reactions to normal things going on, they he, his reactions haven't been needed in space. So when he goes back, is he just going to go back to his core self?
0: And that and that might be disappointing to some people. Like I think I might be disappointed if that happens again. I think it's happened too many times, in my opinion, for it to be interesting another time. But they could do it, and that would be pretty sad to see that, I guess. But um, I guess as we're well, winding... I, oh, go ahead.
1: Well, I mean, it just it depends on what they want to do with this relationship. If they want to keep it just as the teen angst thing... Then sure, keep it on and off and on and off. But like, like you said, that doesn't that that stops getting interesting after a while, especially with the character development we've had with Lars. Like, I can see that I can see this situation working like in one episode where like Lars has just gotten back and he needs to adapt back into life and maybe needs just additional pep talk from Steven, reminding him how he was in space, and that's enough for him. Like, I can see one episode working like that but if it ended up being that Lars just reverted back to his normal character then we'd have a problem because at that point you don't really care because you're you're stuck with okay this relationship is going to be the same 10 seasons from now
0: yeah and i think that again 10 seasons from now is way too long that's just we need to we need to, <laughs> we need to we need to get Progression here. And I think that's one of the things I talk about a lot on podcasts when I feel like things are reverting and going back and forth a lot and I don't like that. I think I talk about that most when I'm on Adventure Time podcasts because I feel like that show has characterization that just sticks itself in one place and just keeps going back and forth between that one place and doesn't really move forward in any way. There's been a little bit with Bubblegum and Marceline, but other than that, it's really just not any progression. And I'm worried that Lars and Sadie might be in a similar boat where we just keep kind of rotating them around the same equilibrium in their relationship instead of getting any real advancement at this point. And I don't think that's going to happen, but it's always a worry when we have these teen angst relationships that that might actually keep going forever. But um as we're winding down here, I just want to make sure, because you guys never really answered my question, and I guess Alex proposed this, that, um so are they going to meet up again before, at like, um, over under May 2018? Are they going to see each other then? <laughs>
2: Why May twenty eighteen? Why is that the date? Because Alex yelled it. <laughs>
0: Alex yelled
2: it. I, I, I just threw in a random date here. We're using
0: it. We're using <sighs> that date. Sam, I have
2: no clue. Considering we don't know when the next episodes are going <laughs> coming. That's
0: <laughs> part of it, Sam. That's part of the. Oh that's, my god! Difficult... I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they're gonna
2: know. stretch. They're gonna stretch Steven Universe to like twenty 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 one. They're gonna stretch it a long time. So
1: no, we won't see Lars see and Sadie until 2020. No, nope. oh
2: god, that, that's my thing. We're not gonna see it until 2020.
0: All right, all right, Sam, Alex, what do you think?
1: Uh, well, I'm gonna take this like by number of episodes. I, I think we could we need episodes of Steven coming back. Uh, probably some t- some towny episodes mixed in catching up with everybody. Maybe a gem backstory episode. So, and then we, uh, from there, we need to figure out Lars' episode, how many episodes after that will he come back to Earth. So, I'm gonna go give or take ten episodes from now.
0: Okay, so, that could be either a year of episodes, or like, a week. So, we have no idea, so you're not helping me here. uh, Over, under, over, under.
1: By date? Uh, uh, 2018,
0: tell me, Alex, tell me, I need an answer.
1: Before okay we'll go we'll go uh, what well, isn't like spring like the season of love or something so just put stick it in april
0: it's it's the valentine's day episode valentine's day yeah. episode. February,
2: Yep. february 2018
0: yeah
1: yeah st- stick it in in valentine's day and we'll, we'll have a great time
2: <laughs> all right so um yeah i think
0: i i'm, I'm on board with that that'll be fun but anyways find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com support us via patreon at patreon dot com slash overly animated and thanks to all our current patient patrons especially our patron of the podcast brendan aka Kells and Woo! thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex and andy which is me and um do you guys oh, plug- you too. yeah which um do you guys want to plug anything before we go any before we end this anything
1: um you you will see an article uh, uh, involving me and sam coming up later on overly animated.com on b movie the 10th anniversary oh coming up so we will yeah. see a discussion
0: <laughs> a discussion what is there to discuss oh we'll see i guess uh, we'll see don't, don't spoil it
2: Bees.
1: Bees. the social the social issues and themes tackled by the jerry seinfeld vehicle
0: okay yep. And before we sign off, anything else you want to say about Lars and Sadie? Any closing comments? Uh, Lars
1: Meralda, 2018.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Alex.
2: I'm rooting for those crazy kids. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hope they They're make
2: re- it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole new world. It's coming. So anyways, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Adios. Bye.